You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Amen. Amen, Trust Love Church. Is there energy in the service today? Are you excited to be in church today? Well, I have good news that our pastor is back with us today. And give it up for the Lord one more time. And I believe he has been teaching us on loyalty and on faithfulness. The scripture says that moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. So I believe that as we are learning these teachings, God is making us faithful in the name of Jesus. So if you are excited as I am, give a shout to the Lord as we welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Come on, give it up, Bishop Church. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you that you lead us by your spirit, Lord. May your word come and heal and deliver and set many free, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for healing us and for saving us. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to this service, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Great to see you all again. And um, turn your Bibles to John chapter 2 and verse 24. John chapter 2, verse 24. We are talking on understanding loyalty and disloyalty. How many of you like to understand loyalty and disloyalty? Would you like to be disloyal? No. Would you like to be loyal? Yes. Okay. Then you have to understand it. Um, yes. 
It says that but Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men. Verse 25. And needed not that any should testify of man for he knew what was in man. Fantastic. My question to you today is that do you know what is in man? You won't answer my question. Do you think you know what is in man? Do you think you know everything? No. No, you don't. So, a brief, quick exhortation for this afternoon is signs of disloyalty. Because you don't know everything, so you have to use signs. Because if you don't use signs, you'll be deceived. You will see people will say nice things to you that they don't mean. Yes. People say things. People say, how many of you have said things you didn't mean? And you didn't do. And you're not planning to do. You just felt, you just felt it's the right thing to say. So you said it. Uh-huh. Yes. So you don't just go by what people are saying. When people are singing your praises. And just speaking and talking. You don't go by that. You have to now become a master of signs and symptoms. Because signs give away a lot of things. It says a lot of things about someone and um, what the person is thinking. In medicine, they use a lot of signs and symptoms. They don't, they don't, they, because they can't, they can't catch you. They can't catch you open and check everything in you. So you have to use signs and symptoms to know that you have this problem or you don't have this problem. Sometimes you have some signs that you have to run some tests. And then when the results come and it's all negative, they tell you that be happy that the results are negative. You know, some people are, are not happy when they don't have a certain problem. They want to have it. How many of you have met someone like that? It's like when you tell the person that you don't have this problem, it's like that is what they want to have. It's like they come back so sad that I did all the tests and the tests were negative and they are so sad. But you have to be happy that the tests are negative. I sometimes I don't understand why people want problems. It's like I really want to have a problem. Really want to have a problem. I met someone the other day and she was telling me that she has a problem. In fact, she said to she said to me that she has a mental problem. So I asked her a series of questions. See, I tried to engage her to talk to her for I tried to be a, a psychiatrist <laughs> to chat with her. And Everything she was saying was making sense. Everything was okay. So I said to her, you don't have this problem. She said, no, I have. (laughs) Perhaps that was the only bit that made me, you know. know. But I said, but I insisted. I said, you do not have it. I said, look, the best, the best diagnosis I can come up with is that you're a baby Christian. Yes, I said you're a baby Christian, you're a carnal Christian. That's why you can't, you, don't, you can't control this, you can't control that, you can't control But what you are trying to put on yourself is not the problem that you have. Because people who have the problem that you are naming, I do, even when you're speaking to them, at a point you just lose them, they just lose track of what they're saying. So you don't, you don't really have that problem. But she, she, look, at the end she said, okay, she accepts my um, my diagnosis, yes, yes. She said she accepts it, but it's like, oh, it's like, no, it's like I have it. It's like, it's like, don't take it from me. I have it. 
So, you see, science says a lot. A lot I think a lot, even a lot of parents use science. Yes. Sometimes you don't know how, you don't know how your mother, especially mothers, you don't know how they know what they know about you. Yes. But there's usually a change in behavior. When you start doing some things, especially when you get a boyfriend. Most mothers, most mothers are not surprised. Are not surprised when it is confirmed that their daughters are not virgins or they've known men or they've been around. Even though there's, 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 they've never caught them, but they, don't, they are not surprised. Because they themselves are women. They've grown up. They've, you have to remember that your mother was once upon a time your age. Yes. Yes. You don't, you, 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 don't, you don't know that like your behavior changes. The way you behave changes. Your, and especially your behavior towards her. I don't know what it is about women towards women. Or girls towards her. They, you, change, you feel like when you see that thing, that you feel like you are the same. Mm. You know what I mean by that thing. Mm. I don't understand the giggle. Yes. So there's a change. So that's when you see that she becomes more strict towards you. And sometimes even you see that she's become horrible. She's not horrible. She's caught you. And she, she doesn't know how to say it. Yes. You've been caught. Because she doesn't know how to say it. But she knows from your behavior that now you know a man. So, in, um, in um, dealing with people and in the church, in the church life, we, we, we also use signs. Signs. What are the signs? The person is giving off certain signs. And the signs mean something. You see, Jesus, he said he didn't commit himself to anybody. Because he knows what is a man. He, does, he didn't commit himself to anybody. In other words, he did not fully trust everybody. Yes, you not fully trust everybody and trust anybody and just abandon yourself to what people are saying and what people are saying, what people said. I want to show you a passage in John chapter 5. Yes. I've always been, I've always been amazed um, how Jesus came to that conclusion. Do you know John chapter 5? John chapter 5 is covered in red. That means that Jesus spoke for a long time. Are you there? You are there? Hmm. You see that in them. Um, are you there? Are you in John chapter 5? Verse 1 says that after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Beth- Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an, for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. 
I'm talking to you about science of disloyalty. So I'm, I'm just trying to explain science to you so you become masters of science. Do you understand? Okay. So um, there was this man who was there and had an infirmity of 38 years. And we just saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He says unto him, Will thou be made whole? And the impotent man answered him, Say, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But when I, while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. But that's what the question Jesus is asking him. Anyway, Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. You know, some people, when you ask them a question, the answer is yes or no, then they start with a story. Okay. How many of you know somebody like that? Okay. And immediately the man was made whole and took his bed and walked. Okay, so no problem. Then the Jews, verse 10, the Jews therefore said unto him, that was cured. It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, he, he, that, he that made me whole, the same said unto me, take up thy bed and walk. Then, then asked they him, what man is that which, which, which said unto thee, take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. The man, in other words, don't backslide. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole and therefore did the jews persecute jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the sabbath day but jesus answered them and said my father worketh hitherto and i work therefore the jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the sabbath but said also that god was his father making himself equal with god then, from verse 19 all the way to verse 47, Jesus starts speaking over this issue. Do you understand? Then Jesus answered, then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. You know, the, what, what I really want, I don't want to read all, what, what I really want to point out to you is that they are having a discussion, criticizing Jesus. That why have you healed on the Sabbath day and on this? But the reality, the, the real thing that they want to say is what Jesus points out to them, I think in verse 40, 40, 42. He says to them, but I know you that you have not the love of God in you. You would, have won, you would have asked yourself that, what has the love of God got to, got to do with, um, why have you healed somebody on a Sunday? Why have you have this? But see, Jesus, from the way the people were speaking, the questions they were asking, he just drew the conclusion about, even though he spoke a lot and explained a lot of things, his conclusion is that you don't have the love of God. If you have the love of God in you, you will not be talking the way you are talking. You will not be asking the questions you are asking and behaving the way you are behaving. So you see, you will see, before I give you, I'm just going to give you about three, uh, three signs. I told Dana that I'll give three signs today. She's actually give you five. So, so we'll see uh, what it is because of time. You know, I'm just going to give you three signs of a disloyal person. When you see, when you see the middle, if, if like, don't even say anything, but just know that this person will become disloyal or this person is disloyal. This person is not with you. 
This person is not, is not someone to work with or someone to depend on. You remember when we went through the definitions of, lo- of what it means to be faithful or what it means to be loyal? A dependable person, a trustworthy person. You know, once I was speaking to a lady and I casually asked her that, would you like to be a shepherd? Then she said yes. And I said, I will never choose you as a shepherd. No pastor, shepherd. And she said, why? And I pointed appointed as some of the lady pastors in the church. I said, can you see this lady pastor? This one has been in the church for this number of years. This one has been in the church for this number of years. Never have I heard them say, are you, are you listening to me? My sermon is very short. Never have I heard them say, I am leaving the church. Yes. I said, but you, last month you said it. And then when, when the things cleared off your mind, then now you've come back. Now you've come back say, I should make you a shepherd. I must be out of my bunkers. Yes. I must be, I mean, as you've come, every morning when I wake up, I'll get a threat. That this, my, this, my main person is threatening that I'm going. You see, because the church is a free place. You can go. You don't have to be. Church. 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 I'm, try, I'm, I'm thinking of what to compare it with. Church. Is. I don't, I don't know what comparison to, to give. But I can't see how. You will wake up, dress up. I've skipped half your bath because it may not be consistent. You will wake up, dress up, and go to a place you don't want to go. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's not an exam you are going to write. Because there are exams that you, you, you don't want to go, isn't it? Especially if it's online, you wish you wish the, the, the system will crash and it's not your fault. Uh-huh. So you can have some few days to, to prepare. Hmm? It's what? Uh-huh. How did I know? Because I've been a student before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You wish you get a message that oh the exam has been postponed to like three weeks later or something or sometimes you wish that not that it's been postponed but they've said that cancelled everybody has passed <laughs> everybody for this year you have passed yes yeah especially during the COVID time you wish you would get such messages that oh this year this year everybody has passed you don't have to you don't have to do it because everybody is not well (laughs) church is not like that church we look forward to going to church when the service is, is ending we all go oh we 
can't wait for the service to start to come and stand there and be dancing. Love is like an. Yes. I mean, we are so happy. Hey. We can't wait to do what? Look, but my favorite is. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite. Yes. It's called the Japheth move. But you see, everybody will say something nice. Including those, including those who don't mean what they are saying. So how would you how would you know those who want to be with you and those who don't want to be with you? If you if you're a pastor, how do you how do you choose your leaders? How do you choose your pastors? Is it everybody who is zealous? Or everybody who speaks in tongues? No, you have to use some signs. You have to watch. You have to, if I have ever, unless you hide it from me, but if I ever had once that you, you have threatened that this church, you are not happy. For me, it's over. Just be a member. Yes, just be a member. You can't be, you can't be, you can't be a worker of a certain level. Just be a member. So that when you exit, you exit quietly. Then you go, you go alone. Nobody will be confused. But how would you tell, how would Jesus, when they ask, tell him about the Sabbath, the debate is about the Sabbath. And then he comes up strongly. He said, you do not have the love of God in you. You don't have the love of God. If you have the love of God, you will not talk the way you are talking. Because if you have the love of God, you will know, you will know God. You will know what God likes. You will know God that regardless whether it's Wednesday or Sabbath day, when God sees someone who is not well, God will have mercy and heal that person. God doesn't go by rules and laws and strict things. But because you don't have the love of God in you, that's why you're going by laws and rules. This must be done. This shouldn't be done. This should be like this. This shouldn't be like that. So you think Jesus says, I, he doesn't commit himself to man. Because he can't tell what is in man. He can't trust anybody. He can't trust anybody. He will use signs to determine and to detect who you are and what you are. So sign number one of a disloyal person. Yes. What does a disloyal person look like? What does he look like? <laughs> what does he look like and how does he behave? Hmm. How does he behave and how will he behave? Number one, he's a person who would disappoint you in times of pressure and crisis. Yes. When there's crisis and there's pressure, he's the one who will say nothing. You know, we have some situation, not, I mean, sometimes, I mean, a situation, not a situation. And I remember I asked one of the pastors, because they were, they were quiet. They were quiet on um, social media. But when, but when their wives are celebrating their birthday, they post there. Yes. When their wives birthday, they post, they post there with, with um, um, speeches. 
and poems. Yes. So I asked them, how come this and this? They said, oh, really? We, we don't understand though. We, we haven't, we haven't seen. It's like, oh, I don't, someone, one, one person, I don't even use, I don't really use um, social media. I said, you don't use social media. Your wife's birthday, your wife's birthday, your wedding anniversary, your whatever, I saw you with citations. Uh-huh. And pictures. And pictures. When you are needed to declare your stance and your voice, you say you don't understand. And you don't know what is happening. And you don't know what is going on. It's like, I don't, it's like, these are the words. I don't understand what is going on. And I don't really use social media. I said, fantastic. Fantastic. I was born on a Sunday, but not this morning. Yes. My mother tells me I was born on a Sunday, 11.30 p.m. Yes. 21st November 19. Mind your own business. <laughs> yes. So you see, when you hear such things, people who don't have anything to say, anything to do, in times of crisis and pressure, you see, you always, you would always notice people who don't show up and people who don't say anything when there's a type of a situation. You would always notice them. You always, you always, you always notice the quiet ones, even though they are around. I'm not talking about people who are not around. Or people, do, I'm talking about people who are around, the people who are close, but they say nothing. They say nothing when we all know that this is the time to speak. I mean, come on, this is the time to speak. This is the time to say something. How can you not say anything? How can you not have anything to say? Notice your friends who don't say anything when you want them to say something. No, no, it's a sign. Use that thing to measure the relationship. Yes. You see, you see the strength of relationships in times of trouble. Not, not, not in times of party. Not party times. Not when everybody is partying, everybody is celebrating. I mean, how can you choose your? How can you choose your friends when you're having a, your birthday party? You will, you will rather see your real friends at a funeral more than a, 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 a party. The scripture says it. You can go and look for it. Okay. Yes. That is better to go to the house of mourning. Yes. You discover things. You see things more there. The rich has the rich has many friends, but the poor person, even his his whatever his neighbor is far from him. Do you understand, neighbor? Neighbor is next door. Neighbor is the one that when you scream, when you scream, the neighbor is supposed to hear. I've had a neighbor who was stabbed before and I didn't hear. I remember, that's what it reminds me of that movie, um, The Bodyguard. Because that night I was watching that movie. Yes, I was sitting there watching the, the, the movie. Well, by the time I, the movie finished and I was drawing the curtains in the house to go to bed, when I looked outside, nothing less than 12 to 14 police cars and an ambulance was outside on the road. And I remember I said to myself, what has happened? And I looked through the spy hole. 
<laughs> and I saw, I saw a lady there with a tripod like this and a camera on it taking pictures. I said, what has happened behind my door? You understand? Right behind my door. Because when I looked through, I saw it. Then I saw the tripod. I said, what is happening here? So I opened the door. When I opened the door, blood in front of my door, all the way down the stairs. And I, and I said to her, I said, I said to her, something bad must have happened here. She, she, looked, she looked at me as, as though I've... My neighbor has stabbed her boyfriend. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She stopped him. I was watching Bodyguard. <laughs> I was watching Bodyguard. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear the fight. Because there must have been a fight. There must have been shouting. There must have been something before. And I don't know how they moved from the front of their door and came to the front of my door for there to be blood there before blood down the, all the way down the stairs. But see, your, your neighbor is supposed to be close. But when you are not, when, when you are, they are not, they are far from you. The person is there, but the person is not close to you. You can have members who are not close to you. You, you can even have members who don't even believe in you. That is when you, you are tempted to ask them that, why are you here? Mm. Are you learning uh, about disloyalty? Yeah, so, in times of pressure and crisis, pressure and crisis, it's your friends who will rally around you. It's your faithful friends who will rally around you, who will stand with you. You need friends that, when, even when you are going down, they'll stand with you. Yes, you need friends. You need friends. God forbid, but you need friends who can even visit you in jail. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they will visit you in jail. That when you are there, they will come there and sit with you and talk to you. God forbid, you will not go to jail. But unless he trying to show you that you need friends that when you are in jail, they are there and they are talking to you. Not that because you are in jail, they won't talk to you again. Yes. You need, you need friends that when you make a mistake, in your mistake, they don't deny you. They still call you their friends. They'll still be with you. <laughs> but you have made a mistake, but they're still with you. They still love you. I mean, they will tell you the truth. They will re- because a good friend will rebuke you. Yes. Yes. This Bible says that faithful are the wounds of a friend than the kisses of an enemy. Yes. You need friends who will tell you what hurts. You know, they will say it to you that you, you, you have not done well. You are so wrong. You are so out of order. You need that friend who is not saying what you want to hear. But the person is still with you. That's the person you should trust. Not the person, not the person who always understands you. Even when you are wrong, they understand and agree. A real friend will tell that I don't agree. Come on, I don't agree. Stop it. What's your problem? But real friends will stick with you even in your mistake. 
When you've embarrassed yourself and you've embarrassed them and you've embarrassed everybody, they'll still be there with you. Yes. You have found a friend. Yes. You have found a loyal friend. You have found a good friend. Okay. So that's the first sign. Second sign. Like an echo. (laughs) The second sign are people who disappoint when they are under pressure. The first one is when it's like the whole system. That's why I'm giving the example of the church. Everybody is attacking the church. Will you last? Will you stay? Because there are people who ship out because it's like this church, there are too many things that are being said about them. I'm not comfortable. Maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe there's a problem. Maybe there's something somewhere. Yes. And I'm telling you that silence in such times is also not acceptable. Because silence means that you approve of what is being said. Oh, yes. Passivity. 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 You are neither here nor there. You are there. (laughs) Yes, you are not here. You are there. When you don't say anything, it means you agree. Because if you don't agree, you will speak. Yes, you always speak when you don't agree. You always speak when you don't agree. Like an echo. Are you feeling the message like an echo? Yes. Even as I'm preaching, I'm feeling the message like an echo. Yes. Mm. 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 To this one, when the person is in trouble, because there are people when, when they are under pressure or they have a crisis, that's it, everything over. Game set match. It's like it's over because I have an issue. I have an I have an exam, so I can't play the keyboard. Yes. There is this problem, so I can't come. So they will disappoint when they are under pressure. And my third and final point. Before we read my third and final, let's read a a verse. Proverbs 25 and verse 19. It says that confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble. You know, I usually don't like reading the rest. I just say it's painful. Broken tooth and a foot out of joint. Both painful. They're painful experiences to have. And you see, you see the season that you, faithfulness is tested. Wow. Trouble. In time of trouble. Yes. In, yeah, this is a time of trouble that you need somebody. Even if you can't do anything, I need you to say something. Don't tell me you don't understand what is going on. Don't tell me you are not on social media. When there are 25 pictures of your wife there on her birthday... Don't, 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 don't treat me like a fool. Because you are there. You 
are there. You know how to post. You know how to post. You know how to write. So, thank you very much for being such a beautiful, wonderful wife for me. For the past 20 years, you have been such an energetic um, provider of all my needs. You were an answer to my prayer. I admire your ability to raise children. I thank you for the very, very kind words that you say to me every time you need to speak. And um, on this, on this um, 49th year of your birthday, I want to say, and the world to see, that I appreciate you. Love you, sweetheart. Sweetheart, love you, sweetheart. <laughs> yes, love you, sweetheart. Love you, sweetheart. Jeremiah 29, 11. <laughs> I don't even know what is the Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I have to add the first. Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes. yes. Ah, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Okay. Yes. Jeremiah 29, 11. Till next year when I come back to this Facebook. Happy birthday. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Yes, sweetheart. Sweetheart. But when there's trouble, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand these things. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand these things. No. It's not a good sign. It's a sign of somebody who is not with you 100%. Yes, it's a sign of someone done with you. And I tell you, when it gets to the subject of loyalty and disloyalty, 0.0000001% of disloyalty is bad enough. Yes. Yes, it's 100% or nothing. 100%. That lady was very shocked when I said to her that. I said, have you seen this one, this one, this one? I said, never. They've never threatened, not even left, never threatened. You have threatened, you have left, and you have come back. And it's just I'm talking to you now, she's gone again. Yes, and I know she'll come back. She's like that. Oh, tell you, we, used to, we used to play a game, in and out the dashing bluebells, in and out the dashing bluebells. Yes, like that. She'll go and she'll come again. Waiting for her to appoint as an LP. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is painful. You can read the rest for yourself. My version says it's painful. It's painful to trust someone that you shouldn't trust in time of trouble. In time of trouble, it's a painful experience. Have you looked for a friend, your friends, and your friends were not there before? How many of you have had that experience that you wish your you wish your friend would be kind enough? I mean, just be kind enough, even though you know that you are wrong or you've made a mistake. Just be kind enough and say something nice to your friend. Yes. How many of you have had that experience before? And your friends were not saying anything. They said they don't understand what is going on. Yes, they don't understand what is going on. Yes, but they were on Instagram. Yes, they didn't understand. Like an echo. Number three. I was giving you the third point and I saw the verse. Okay. So point number three and our final point for today. 
We are preaching science of this lawyer to you. Be careful. The third one are people who are worldly. Yes, worldly. A worldly person is not to be trusted. You can't count on a worldly person. When we say worldly, what does worldly mean? Godly means like God. Friendly means like a friend. Godly, worldly means like the world. Yes. That is, your whole life is fashioned around like the world. You have worldly standards. You have worldly standards. Worldly ways. You like, you like what goes on in the world. You flow with what goes on there. Your standards are what this, the world has a standard. Because in church, Christianity, in the Bible, we, the God gives us standards. Our standards are not worldly standards. Our standards are the standards of the kingdom. Church, Bible, we are Bible people. Did you know that? I don't know who invited you. I don't know where they told you they were taking to, but we're, we are Bible people. Bible. The Bible is our standard. We believe in the Bible. We do what the Bible says. We follow what the Bible teaches. Not the world. Not the world. Not the world. Yes, not the world. We don't even dress like the world. Yes, we don't even dress like the world. We don't speak the world. The world has their language. They have their language. They have their dressing. They have their, they have their snacks. They have their drinks. They have their food. Um, um, they have they have their parties, they have their music, they have the music they play at their parties, and they have the things they do. That's the world, and the things they watch. They have things that they watch. We also have things that we watch. Yes, we also have things that we watch, and we have things that we listen to. We are into Macarius, Macané, and Poimano. Yes, yes. We have our things that we watch and our things that we listen to. We are Bible people. B-I-B-L-E. We are Bible people. Yes. Bible people. And we don't, we don't, we don't, approve, we don't approve of worldly things. Second Timothy chapter 4. And verse number 10. It's like an echo. Have you found it? It says that for Demas has forsaken me. And this is what has happened. Demas is a brother in the church. So Demas has left. Why did Demas leave the church? He loves this present world. He is worldly. He likes the things of the world. How the world does their things. He they finds the world attractive. He finds the standards of the world attractive. The ways of the world attractive. He does worldly things. His lifestyle is worldly. <laughs> yes. No Bible. No Christian. Not, not all things are passed away. Behold, I've become new. Because where is the newness? If you are saved, where is the newness? 
when your standards and the ways you end up like Demas. When you like the world, when you like the world, when you find the world attractive, when you find the things of the world attractive, where they go, where the world, where they go, where they gather, where they congregate, because the world has places that they congregate. The world has things that it prides itself in. In the world, it's like when you have this, you are up there. But in our world, the top, the top guys are apostles. The Bible says first apostles. So our aim is to become apostles. Secondarily prophets. So our aim is to become prophets. Thirdly teachers. So our aim is to become teachers of the word. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what we desire and that's what we want. We want to be apostles. Prophets. Teachers. That's why when you come close to me, when you come get close to me, and I say, I'm comfortable with you, you are comfortable with me, we are happy, I will tell you what is in my heart. Which is, I'll tell you, what about that country? What about that country? Won't you go there? I'll tell you, buy a ticket every weekend. Go there, go and preach and come back. Go and preach and come back. Sit on a train. Sit on an aeroplane. Go one hour and come back. Because I've, as I've, been, I've been to Europe many times, many weekends. And the flight is full of people going to party. Because I'm also going on Friday. The flight is full. And I'm returning on Sunday evening. When I come back Sunday evening, I see that sometimes I see the same people that I went with. They are also coming back. Yes. That's how I know that you can go and come. Because I go and preach on Friday. They go and do other things. Budapest. Athens. Latvia. Uh, Germany. Barcelona. They go all the time. All these things have been there. All they are going to preach. And come. I sit to them full fight. Full, full fight. You see, they start drinking on board. By the time they are getting off, they feel like. Like an echo. (laughs) So why can't you also do it for Jesus? Why can't you do something for Jesus? Why can't you tell your friends, you know, this weekend, let's go and preach. Let's go and preach in Madrid and come. Let's go and preach in France. Some people just went to watch football. Their team lost, but they went and they've come back. They went. They went. Yes, the whole of St. Pancras was packed. People catching Eurostar. On Saturday, I was there yesterday. Yesterday I was in St. Pancras. Fool. can go to Paris and go and preach and come back. The world. Demas has forsaken because the way he finds the world attractive. Even when you find the world attractive, you'll find church boring. And when you find church attractive, you'll find the world boring. I find the world boring. Oh, I do. Everything about them is very, is very, I mean, I'm so disconnected. I'm so disconnected. 
When I'm amongst non-touchy people, I don't feel intimidated. I feel sorry for them. I, te- I, I, I say to myself, if only they knew what they are missing. I start singing in my, in my head, you don't know what you are missing. I mean, if only they knew what they were missing, they would come to church. When I see them, I don't feel, I don't feel like some left out or some drop out or some guy who has, uh, is lost. So I'm not lost. It's a world that is lost. Church is nice. Oh, church is very nice. Church life, God life, God life is a very nice life. It's a very, 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 very nice life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Church life is a very nice life. And it's a good life. It's a nice life and it's a good life. It's a good life. It's the life to live. Church life. If you find the world attractive, you will become a demon. And the things of the world. So, what are the things in the world? Let me show you three things that are in the world. <laughs> okay. First John. No, it's what it said. Just three, three quick points. I have three points, and then the third point has three points. That's all. Then we are done. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's like an echo. First John chapter 2, verse 15. You will never become a demon. Never become a demon. Yes. You know, it's not everything that's compatible with Christianity. It's not everything that comes up in fashion or vogue. It's like the trend. That's what is done that you also follow. This, this is what is done, so I'm also going to do it. Hmm. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So you see, if I take this verse as a sign that I will use, I don't need to ask you a lot of questions. When I see your love for the world, I will know that you don't love God. Yes, your love for the world and your love for the things in the world. The scripture is teaching me that therefore the love of the father is not in you. Yes, according to Archimedes' principles, the love of the father has been displaced by the love of the world. Yes, so the love of the father is not in you. You don't have it in you. When you see your worldliness, your lifestyle, the things you do, the things you are into. The things you are into, the partying, the drinking, the fornication. For all that is in the world. (laughs) So these are the things that are in the world. Number one, the lust of the flesh. Number two, the lust of the eyes. The greed. And I want this, I must have this. She's like this, he's like that. He's cool. She's cool. I must have those clothes, whether I can afford it or not. The last of the eyes, I must have. I must have. These are the things that are in the world. These are the three key points. The three key points of temptation. Last of the flesh, last of the eyes, and the pride of life. Yes. 
the pride of life. I must belong to a certain league. Yes. Belong to a certain That's the pride of life. Feeding your ego. It's like when I have this, when I have that. Yes. The pride of life. I must have this. I must wear these shoes. I must live in this area. Riverview. River that you will never see because of the because of your work. Because of your work to pay for the river view. You have to go and work so you never see the river. One brother, one brother tried to propose or go after a certain sister. Do you know her response? If somebody goes on his knees, of course he didn't go on his knees and ask you that will you marry me? Is the answer not yes or no? But do you know her response? What's your postcode? I wish I wish I was joking. I wish I was telling you something so that you laugh, so that we all just laugh. Yes. Yes. She's a real human. It's a postcode. To see whether you know we are from the same we are from the same class, you know. What's your postcode? Postcode. Because postcode does say where you come from. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Postcode. That's the pride of life. That's the pride of life. Where do you work? How much do you earn? What's your qualification? These are the things that makes you separate yourself from where God has planted you or God is trying to plant you. You use the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life to tell yourself, I don't belong here. I don't, these people are below me. Sorry. 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 She asked for postcode. Imagine how the brother felt. Not even what's his age. Or even or even what did you study in school or what work do you do? But post code. Post code. Post code. What's your post code? It's like I'm into I'm into post I'm into counties, counties and barrels. Counties and barrels, yes, 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 yes. I want to know. I mean, to people from Chelsea. Yes. I don't do. I don't do Southwark. 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 You must be from Chelsea. I don't do Hackney. Give me your postcode so I can decide. Yes. 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 I don't do Lewisham. Barrow of Lewisham. I don't do Lewisham. Yes. No. 
I don't do Tower Hamlet. <laughs> yes. The world. I'm showing you the world. Last of the flesh. Don't be a wicked. Don't be a wicked boy in the church. Don't be a wicked boy in the church. Don't be an evil person in the church. Last of the flesh. The last of the eyes. Why don't you pray? Why are you using your eyes? Why are you see carnal things to judge and to assess things? Why do you see carnal things to judge and assess? That's the last of the eyes. I must have. And that, that's where people start stealing. And, and they start living beyond their means. Yes. And create a lot of debts on them. Because now I must have something that I can't afford. I must have an image that I can't afford. That's the last of the eyes. That's the last of the eyes. Yes. You still here? You don't know her. You've never spoken to her before. You say you like. How can you like someone you've never spoken to before? Wow. Do you know, do you know her temperament? Do you know what language she speaks? Are you just like? Yes, you don't know the person's full name. Sometimes you don't even know the person's name. That's the last of the eyes. Then the pride of life. These are the these are the demons. Having loved this present world. So Demas has had eyes for things. Eyes for things of the world. This looks nice in the world. Let's do this. Let's go here. I'll take you to the shard. Yes. Yes, the shard. Go to the shard. Let's go to the shard. Let's go to Fogo de Chao. Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't go to harvesters. Yes. Go to harvesters. Yes. I don't go to harvesters. No. Don't do. I don't do harvesters. I do gaucho. Yes. Mm. Mm. It's always, I'm not saying you shouldn't go there. You should go there. Why not? Yes. If I haven't been there, I wouldn't know the names. Yes. Yes. If I have been there, I wouldn't know the names. Yes. But I don't think I went there when I was 18 and not working. Mm. 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 Mm.
when you are not working, you don't earn enough. You eat KFC. And explain, and explain to the person that, you see, like, like Jesus said, my meat, my meat is to do, do the work of my father, my meat. So you have to be able to explain to the person. If the person is humble and spiritual, you explain to the person, it's your company that satisfies me, not the meat, not the chicken, not where we are. It's your company. It's your company. Yes. It's your company. Yes. As you are coming to give me pressure to take you to God, to take me to, to take you to the shard. When I marry you, where will I take you? Well, if I reach the highest point. So you have to tell, depending on your strength, you have to say, look, we'll start with, we'll start with mini variety. <laughs> the one that doesn't come with a drink. Uh-huh. Mini variety, yes, mini variety. That's mini variety because it's your company. I like your company. If I, as, soon, as soon as I I see you, all appetite disappears. Yes, 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 yes. yes. It's a defense, it? Because meanwhile you are broke, but you can't say that you are broke. You just have to say that you know. When I see you, you are more than chicken to me. You are more than chicken. Yes, you're more than chicken. You're more than steak to me. I mean, you're more than steak. Yes. I don't have to take you anywhere. Yes, I don't have to take you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a student, I used to take my beloved for walks. But I didn't have anywhere to go. I used to go for walks. Yes. Yes. The road, the road we used to walk on as the sun is setting, it had a beautiful, the sun is setting. Was called, was called Okodia Road. Yes. I think Okodia is Eagle. Yes, so Eagle Road. Yes. On the university campus. Where we used to walk. We used to walk and talk. To walk and talk, walk and talk. Yes, we used to walk and talk. There's another road, I've forgotten the name of it. It was Okodia and something else. That's where we used to walk. That's where we used to walk. We used to walk. And, Saturday, and Saturdays we used to pray. Yes, we used to pray from 5 a.m. to 12 noon. Yes, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. There's a place called Bamboos. It's like some forest. I'll take it in there and give her a prayer topic. I'll give her a prayer topic at 5 a.m. She will see me again till 12 noon. 12 noon, I'll just come and just close the prayer and say that uh, you can go back to your accommodation. Yes, I used to pray at 4 a.m. 5 a.m. Because it's there. today we can go to Gaucho and forgo the child. Why not? Yes, why not? Yes. I can even invite you. I'll just, I'll just put you on another table and pay for you. <laughs> yes. 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 But when we're not teens, we used, to, we used to walk. We used to walk, tell stories, yes. And one day it started raining. That's when I walk. My Lord and my God. My Lord. And she had an umbrella. I didn't have an umbrella. So we had to share an umbrella. And you know what it means to share an umbrella. So I had to, I had to put my, my head under the, her umbrella. And for ease and comfort in the walk, she has to hold me. I have to hold her. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
Oh, Jesus. As I was thinking, let's get off the rain. I was also thinking, Lord, let this rain not stop. (laughs) May this rain never end. May the accommodation move further from where we have reached. Oh, Jesus. That rain was nice. So anyway Enough of the story Sit down and let's close the sermon People people can't even relate with what I'm saying It's like ah why Have you you not touched on You've You've done dry humps and wet humps and blue humps. Yes. So that's it. What's the first uh, sign of disloyalty? <laughs> Someone who would disappoint you in times of pressure and crisis. Yes. Number two is what? A person who disappoints you when they are under pressure. When they are under pressure. And then number three, a person who is worldly. Worldly. Watch out for the worldly people. Watch out for the, that worldly shepherd. Who instead of watching um, Eunuch in the palace has told you to come alone, has created, has created a movie room. Also, yes, and sitting there with you alone. He said, he said it was a shepherd's meeting. And as you are there, you are wondering, where are the other shepherds? Are they not coming? And the other shepherds are not, the other members are not coming. Where are the sheep? The sheep are not coming. It's just you. It's just you and him. And he's telling you that to soak this message well, you have to move closer. You are sitting next to a demon. That is, you know, you are sitting next to a demon. Yes, a real demon. A real demon. So, a person who is worldly, the last of the flesh. Because it's the last of his flesh that has made him organize that meeting. That when you arrived, there was nobody there. There's no, nobody ever came. Yes. Last of the flesh, last of the eyes, and the pride of life. The pride of life. The pride of life. Of a life, these are the things that can make someone disloyal. They are the signs of the loyal person. That person won't last, that person won't do well. Stand to your feet and let's thank God. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? But some of you feel like you feel feel like a gun has been put to your head before you came to church. Someone was telling me the other day that she, she has to. I don't can't remember the word she used. I just told her, then don't come again. Ah, why, why? Why would you insult me? I mean, why? Anyway, we've had a, a happy sermon, isn't it? Are you blessed? 
Are you excited? Yes. Are you standing to your feet? Is the person next to you standing to their feet? Yes. Ask, ask them, is it difficult for you to come to church? If it is, tell them you show them which church to go to that is very easy for them to go to. Yes. Or tell them by now, Champions League will be on demand. They can go and watch it again. Okay. I want you to make a prayer in 60 seconds. Pray for yourself that you will never be a disloyal person. You will never be an unfaithful person. Just pray for yourself. Starting now, begin to pray. Bind the spirit of disloyalty. Bind the things that can affect you and can blow you off and can take you out. Pray that you will never be a Demas. You will never be that person who abandons when he is under pressure. Or when there is a general crisis, general issue. You will never be that passive person. That quiet person. That person who says nothing. That person who abandons in times of trouble. And in times of crisis. Pray for yourself Just for 60 seconds We are praying for us Pray for yourself That God will help you Never to be disloyal Not to be disloyal Not to make disloyal comments And statements yourself that you will not be seen and found as a disloyal person an unfaithful person someone who cannot be trusted someone that God cannot use someone that God cannot work through
that one that Satan will have access to. Bind him, block him, reject him. That you will not be that one. He will not get you through thoughts, imaginations, worldliness, the things of the world, the things of the world, the things that are in the world. The desires of the flesh. The desires of the eyes. Will not cause you to lose your faith. Jesus heal us. Save us. Deliver us. Save us, deliver us from evil, from temptation. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from temptation. Matola vida la badiba kapato satai. Palabata la badiba kapala badiba kapato. Marima domanda la bradiste de nestia. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. We want to thank you for the spirit of faithfulness. The spirit of faithfulness. Let it be our portion. Let it rest on us. Let it keep us. Let it be our strength. Let it be our portion. That will be faithful. Faithful to you, O God. Faithful to your word, O God. Faithful to your calling, O God. And faithful to the church you plant us in and you choose for us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we'll be faithful. We will not be disloyal, Lord. We want to be faithful to you. Faithful to your word. Faithful to your calling. And faithful to where you have planted us, O God. Thank you, Father, for this grace and nobility you've given to us. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to say a special prayer for you this evening as we prepare to close off. Every eye closed in this room and every head bowed. I want to pray for you. Somebody invited you to church today. Or you've been coming to church, but deep in your heart. You know you don't have a relationship with God. You are not sure of your salvation. Maybe you were sure and you backslid. You feel you've lost your relationship with God. And today you want to come back to God. Or today you want to say, yes, I'm giving my life to Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to have a relationship with God. I want to live right with God. Maybe you spend all your life for many years in church, but you know deep in your heart that you are not at peace with God. Things are not right between you and God. Today, you want to make it right. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to come back to God. 
while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you are here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. Lift up eyes so I can see you. Lift up. God bless you. I can see your hand there. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. I want you to be thinking about yourself and be making a decision for yourself. Don't look around. Don't think about anybody. Think about you and God. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. You want to join in. Don't think about your friends. Don't even check whether the person next to you is doing it or not. You may never know. You may never know. You know, hardly do friends die together. Hardly do husband and wife even die together. On that day, you stand alone before your maker. Make that decision today. Think about it carefully. Do I have a relationship with God or not? If you don't, just your right hand and I'll pray with you. It's very important. It's very important. God bless you. God bless you. Think about just yourself. This is your chance to think about just yourself. Just yourself. Am I saved? Am I not saved? Am I in a good place? Am I not in a good place? Do I have a relationship with God or not? Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see your hands. Now if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. And I'll pray for you. Yes, come. 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 Even if you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus, you can come. You can come. Come. His grace will be
the whole church will help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I am sorry for all my sins and of all my mistakes. Have mercy on me. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for my sins. Say, say, I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. And be the Lord of my life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me. And making me a child of yours. I give myself to you. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Father I pray for all these beautiful ones Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Establish them in your house. Give them the Holy Spirit. To guide them. To lead them. And to help them in this new life Lord. Thank you Father. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Say your first amen. amen. God bless you. Receive these gifts. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. God bless you. You may go back to your seats and we'll see you after the service. Go back to your seats. God bless you. Come for them as they go back. Your clapping is like you are jealous somebody is saved. I don't understand. Is there a problem in clapping when people are saved? You don't have a problem with that. Yes. Okay, take out your communion. Brothers, sisters, we This is the blood of Jesus And this is the body of Christ We eat life Into every situation of our lives I speak life Lord Life and healing Lord I cancel death I cancel distraction I cancel disease and sickness Lord I cancel failure Lord And I declare 
by the eating and the drinking of the Lord's body and the blood, we receive life, eternal life, superior life into our lives and every aspect of our lives. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now stand to your feet and receive your blessing. Lift your right hand. May the Lord strengthen your right hand. Amen. To fight a long war. Amen. Any long war that is necessary. For you to receive those words, comfort ye, comfort ye, my people. For your warfare is established, is accomplished. May you fight with grace, with ease, for years and years and years of fighting till it's over. Receive the grace for a long war in the name of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Receive the grace to build churches that you may be found demolishing Satan's gate many times over in front of his nose. Now receive grace to revenge everything that has been done against you by the power of God. I declare you are an avenger, an avenger through your obedience. Receive grace to be obedient and avenge the enemy. And finally, may the light of pardons, forgivenesses, mercies, graciousness be found in your life. May certain dark shadows and dark clouds vanish of your life by the light of the Lord in your life receive light i receive it receive forgiveness i receive it receive healing i receive it receive the blessing i receive it the lord lift up his face yes and the lord make his face shine on you okay. and bless you with his light okay. that there may be found in you no darkness at all yes. whatsoever even as it was said of Jesus I find no fault in him at all yes. may it be said of you yes. when Satan looks in your direction yes. because of the blood yes. and the mercy of God yes. may it be said I find no fault in him yes. or her yes. at all yes. receive this blessing receive, receive this grace in the name of Jesus Christ Amen We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.